you have just entered the portal of discovery, complete with a British chick intro. Now, strap yourself in. We are in control of... We can adjust the treble. The bass. I add echo. Welcome to Speaking Out, America. We are in control. And welcome to another episode of Speaking Out America. My name is Jim Watkins. It's good to have you here. And we have to start off the show with a little bit of bad news in case you didn't hear it. It's not necessarily bad news, but it's news and it's relevant. Norman Lear, one of my favorite television producers, passed away. It was announced earlier today. And uh, he was a... It, they overuse the term these days, you know, breaking the ceiling. Uh, and it's usually attributed to women or people of color. And it's incessant. They continue to use it. Everybody that has ever done anything has been a ceiling breaker or a glass breaker. But when you use that term, it best applies to people like Norman Lear, who produced a lot of television. He was a kingmaker in many ways. And some of the iconic television shows that you and I grew up watching and learning great moral lessons. And that is the thing is he was in many ways, a moralist. He was the equivalent of a Charles Dickens. Uh, All in the Family ran for eight years, uh, from 1971 to 1979. The groundbreaking sitcom followed the lives of Archie Bunker, a conservative working-class man, and his family as they navigated social and political issues. And that is true. He is uh, responsible for Meathead, <laughs> who continues to be a meathead, as far as I'm concerned, Rob Reiner. But Rob deserves some credit for he and his father's work in cinema. I won't, I, won't, uh, I won't say that he doesn't deserve some credit, but politically we're about as far apart as you can be. And I wish him well uh, when he moves to Australia upon the re-election of President Trump. But it's interesting because even back then, uh, in the early 70s, isn't it funny how the conservative Archie Bunker was was sort of portrayed portrayed in a negative light, whereas Meathead, Rob Reiner, Mike, uh, was portrayed as the cool guy, right? And and, uh, and the daughter as well. And so, but it was such a, back then, it, it was rare that you saw that. So now it's commonplace. But, you know, Archie Bunker was a terrific actor, one of the highest paid actors of all time. And Norman Lear, it was actually an adaptation of something that came across from England. And we'll get to that in a second. The groundbreaking sitcom uh, that he came as a follow-up, spinoff to Archie Bunker, was The Jeffersons from 1975 for 10 years. Until 1985, it was a spinoff from All of the Family, and it featured George and Louise Jefferson, an African-American couple who achieved success and moved to a luxurious apartment building. And again, in 1975, and I've argued this too, is it, uh, back in the day, it seemed like racial relations were a lot better than they are today. And the show, I was, well, 1975, I would have been 13. So my young teenage years, I loved these shows. Jefferson's was one of my favorites. And it never occurred to me that the portrayal of a black family as being successful was odd. You know, it was, that's what I'm saying is Norman Lear didn't see that distinction. Maybe he used it as a plot line, but it was, to me, shows like that and Julia, other shows, One Day at a Time. One Day at a Time was, I think, probably 
more real in the sense that they were showing how struggling affects African-Americans slightly differently than the rest. But still, Norman Lear brought this, this information uh, and, and this, this storyline to the uh, American television audience. And then, of course, Maude, 1972 to 1978, starring B. Arthur. She, uh, I loved her. Now, people today, oddly enough, say that she was the first lesbian character, but I do recall that she was married in the show. And it centered around Maude Finley, a strong-willed feminist navigating societal norms and challenging traditional gender roles. Then followed up, as I mentioned, Good Times, 1974 to 1979, set in Chicago's housing projects. And then my all-time favorite show from the 70s, Sanford and Son, from 1972 to 1977. And it revolved around Fred Sanford, played by Red Fox. And I think we actually have a clip from that. So let's go ahead and play that just a little bit from Sanford and Son. Hey, Bully. Yeah. How was your trip? Oh, Fred, my trip was fine. Only had one flat tire, and that was it. No kidding. Well, there's no worry about it. In the morning, I get you a brand new tire. You don't have to do that, Fred. I know you I'm going to thank you, though. My partner wants to thank you. Uh-huh. Hey, Lamar. Hey, Bole, it's what it is. Oh, I'm fine. I am going to thank you for letting me use your room again. It's my pleasure. I've just been looking forward to it. Hey, look here. <laughs> Guess what we having for dinner? Don't tell me. You made my favorite. Baked potatoes, uh-huh. mustard greens, uh-huh. and prime rib. Yeah, right, right. Huh? Those do me so. No, it's just a little thing between my son and I. See, ever since he was a little baby, he'd say pop, and I said, goes the weasel. Oh, yeah, and, uh, if you uh, folks don't mind, I'd like to go up and wash up and get out of these tired clothes. Yeah, Bo. Listen, going upstairs, some soap up there and some towel, yeah. and he want to put on one of my suits, go on here. All right. And look in his drawer. He just bought a new sweater you can wear. Pop! Goes the weasel. <laughs> Red Fox, one of the highest paid actors in his time, I remember in TV Guide, that that was absolutely the case. Uh, an African-American in the mid-'70s being the highest-paid actor in, Cal- in California. Wow. Talk about a ceiling breaker. Here's a clip from Maude uh, that I thought was particularly funny. They're celebrating uh, New Year's, and she forces her uh, her housekeeper to come and work on New Year's Eve. Here's a clip. Oh, uh, Carol, Carol, sweetheart, every now and again, hold a spoon in front of Aunt Polly's mouth. See if she's still breathing. <laughs> Remember, dear, she's 92. 91. And then later, one day at a time, uh, by then I was already out and being a, a, a teenager, so I didn't give that much uh, to that show. But it lasted a long time, and it's how the world got introduced to Valerie uh, uh, Bertinelli, who went on to marry Eddie Van Halen, and that's how I got to know her a little bit uh, growing up in Los Angeles. And I grew up in L.A., and I walked around CBS television city and i saw a couple of uh movies and and talk shows back then and and so i was very well aware of norman lear here's a here's a a clip from all in the family uh for the the show that sort of started it all for norman lear but just to show you the the comedy the timing archie bunker uh and, and and the team and and i don't think that these kinds of tv shows could be made today i think they would be deemed much too offensive isn't that interesting? Uh, and because, you know, you think about Sanford and Son portraying two African-American men in Watts running a junkyard. You think that uh, our, our television audience would appreciate that these days? I don't, I don't, I'm not sure that they would. 
Uh, here's a clip from All in the Family, Norman Lear's masterpiece. You know, what do you bring me there for I'm anyway? I'm going to quarrel with you, Archie. It's maybe the fourth time in 22 years you've been to church with me, so I'm grateful for the half a sermon we sat. <laughs> half a sermon was plenty. He said all I wanted to hear. And I've been to church with you more than four times in 22 years, too. Well, maybe it's six times, seven, if you want to include the time we was married in church. Well, I don't want to make no World War III out of this. What do you call all this? The table's all set with the good glasses and all. Oh, it's for our anniversary. Look, Archie. Gloria and Mike, they've made us a brunch. A what? A brunch. A brunch, it figures. She's reading Cosmopolitan again. <laughs> a little clip from All in the Family. Uh, uh, of course, uh, Carol O'Connor, uh, who had a brilliant career later on in so many other uh, films and TV shows. And uh, and Gene Stapleton, too, who won, I think, several uh, Emmys for her portrayal. Um, so, again, Norman Lear capturing uh, the moment, uh, the 70s, that period of transition where there were some social changes that were underfoot and they continued. And, uh, you know, so, and I also know from personal, uh, from some personal folks that I'm connected with that, that, uh, Norman and his wife were very philanthropic and they gave to a lot of causes that would actually surprise you if you knew, uh, some of the things that he was involved with, but for personal reasons, I'd rather not say, but needless to say, uh, he will be missed. And he died earlier today. And hey, bully! Yeah, how was your trip? And you know, we miss. We're gonna miss that kind. I, I wish that some of the f film students today would go back and 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 look at some of these early TV shows, and for God's sakes, write some real comedy. You know, uh, not everything has to be a kid with a punchline making an adult look stupid. You know, which is most of what I see today. Uh, even. Uh, probably about the time Married with Children came out. And now I look back on that show. It wasn't Norman Lear, but I look, but it had that Norman Lear-esque sort of feel to it. And then I, 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 first, whatever reason, maybe you could tell me, what do you think? Why are our TV shows today such bad quality? Did we exhaust our creative talent? Who knows? Anyway, so Norman Lear. Uh, Jim Watkins, you're listening to Speaking Out. And two big bombshells yesterday that we have to talk about. Number one is Biden's comment that if he, if Trump wasn't running, he would drop out. And it was such a big bombshell, and he gave it at a speech in New Hampshire or somewhere, Connecticut maybe. Uh, and, and boy, ABC News couldn't get enough of that headline. They just kept playing it over and over and over. And then we have... Uh, former President Trump, who goes on Sean Hannity's town hall last night from Iowa. And uh, for whatever reason, I'm not sure why even Sean Hannity went that way, but he did. But he made some comment uh, about Trump being a dictator, which is a talking point of the left. So we have to get into that a little bit and Trump's response, which I thought was apropos. So we got a lot to talk about more in the news today. And this is, of course, the great Quincy Jones and the theme from Sanford and Sons. Be right back. Hey, 